Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. We are here, Influential Personal Brand Podcast Recap. I love it when AJ's here. Life is better when wifey is here. She, of course, is our CEO extraordinaire, and we are breaking down the interview with Craig Valentine, which was a blast from the past for me, someone who had a major shaping on my life and career early on. And so anyways, this was a chance that AJ got to listen into our interview and we're going to share with you our top three takeaways each. And babe, why don't you go first? Um, so formal on these podcast recaps, babe, wifey, so formal and professional are we. So my first one is actually something he said in the very beginning, which I then thought it was hilarious that he then talked about it later on. And um, he said this comment in the beginning, he said, what I realized really early on, it's that it's not good enough to get ready. You have to stay ready. And then he used that exact same thing, like five minutes later, when talking about creating statements that people don't just remember, that they can repeat. So my first two takeaways are kind of like a combo deal. Um, And the first one is this concept of getting ready versus staying ready. And I think this is really, really important for the audience that we really want to serve. Because when you think about storytelling, it is not about just telling stories in a keynote. And that's so much of what people prepare for. It's like, I have to think about these stories for a book that I'm writing or a course I'm creating or a keynote. And those are very singular activities. And it's like, well, what about the stories that you tell in everyday interviews or your content creation on social media or a podcast or TV or radio or whatever? And I think that's really important of just being able to stay ready. So any minute, if a reporter tweets you at 9 p.m. at night that you could be ready to go for an interview at 11 p.m., which is exactly what happened to us uh, just a couple of months ago. And because we were ready, 
it landed on Good Morning America. Totally unexpected, but we were ready. Didn't need to get ready. We were ready. And I think that's just a really great story is if you get ready and you stay ready, then it's easy to accept the opportunities as they fly by because it would have been equally as easy for someone to go, I don't know what I'm going to say for that and turn down a mega opportunity just because you weren't ready. And so that was my first big takeaway. And also gave you a teaser to my second one that I'll share in just a minute. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, that is just as like being in that mindset of like, I can go at any moment. It reminds me, what you said reminded me of our friend Navy Seal Joe. And one time I asked him, you know, why don't you drink? And he just said, well, because at any given moment, you know, I might have to defend somebody. I might have to do something. And I was <laughs> it's like, a different oh, kind of staying ready. That's a, a different, different kind of stay ready, right? But it's like <laughs> that when you're Navy SEAL, it's like you're always always like, ready, always, always ready. Yeah. So one of the things for me, I mean, Craig is, I think, one of the masters of teaching storytelling. And I think part of the impact he's had on my life has helped me tell a great story. And even after all these years, as I was listening to him, I realized I don't always have a clear conflict in my stories hmm. and you need to have a clear conflict. And that was my takeaway, which I've I've been reminded of by him before, but somehow still forget. And in any story, like the story is in the struggle. The story is not what happens at the end. The story is this one step forward, two step back of what the main character is trying to accomplish. And the moment that the conflict gets established is the moment that something gets in the way of your goal. So you have to have a character who wants something, who has a block. You know, we refer in our uh, world-class presentation craft, we talk about how you have, you have the main character and then you have the enemy. You have to have a main character who's trying to achieve something who's being blocked by an enemy, which doesn't necessarily have to be a person, but often it is. But if your stories are falling flat, it's because you don't have a clear conflict, which means you don't have a clear picture of what the main character is trying to accomplish. And there's not clarity about what is standing in that main character's way. And if you don't have those two things, you don't have a story. You're just sharing words. And that is so simple, so simple, but just really hit me as profound and it's like, gosh, I should know this. I should know better, but I just don't. And you just forget that the fundamentals. So that you got to have a clear conflict. That was my first big one. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, Craig talks a lot about this in the interview is the importance of both conflict, but then also character dialogue. And those were equal parts of a great story is like, yeah, the story needs conflict, but there also has to be some character development, i.e. through dialogue. And so it's helping get to know each point of the characters in the story, even if it's only one character, that conflict and dialogue are of equal importance. And I think that was a really unique part because often sometimes the heart of the story is missed because you only get a one-sided character perspective. Was that your second takeaway was no, dialogue? Sorry, oh, no, that just, was, that was a side tangent. Well, um, let me since you went there, I'll just do my second one because that was my second one was that dialogue was my big second takeaway because exactly what you said is you flush out the characters, you get to know them by knowing what they're thinking and what mm -hmm. they're saying to each other, which again, you don't always think about, so. 
Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Anyways, that was my second one. I did two in a row. Okay, back to you. (laughs) Yeah, so my second one was something that I said in the very beginning because I thought they were very much connected. But it's this whole concept of, you know, don't tell stories just to be remembered but tell them in a way that can be repeated. So it's creating statements, little taglines, but easily remembered, but also easily repeated statements that actually carry through conversations. And that's a huge part of uh, brand recognition. It's that people don't just remember that, you know, you talk about overcoming self-doubt, or you talk about, in our case, personal branding, but it's like, we've got these statements that are defining part of our personal brand. And it's easy for people to repeat them because they're catchy. They're easy to remember, but they're also easily repeated. And I thought that was really good. And so it's like, what are the conversation centerpieces that you have in your personal brand and in your stories, but in your content that allow people to go, yeah, I'd tweet that. I'd retweet that. It's like, I'd post that on my social. It's like, I would talk about this. Like, this is a good conversation starter. It doesn't even have to be all that catchy sometimes. It just has to be somewhat controversial in terms of like, this is different. Like one of the things that caught my attention when listening to this podcast with Craig is this whole concept of, you know, in our opinion, that personal branding is the future of marketing. And um, that's somewhat controversial of going like, really? Like, really? It's the future of marketing? Like that allows someone to go, it's like, hey, there's this firm out there that did this study. um, And they're saying that personal branding is the future of marketing. It's like that personal branding is the way to build trust. And so again, it doesn't even have to be like a tagline for it to be catchy, but it's got to be interesting enough that people can remember it and repeat it and that they would want to. And I thought that was a really huge part of stories are there to get people engaged. But then what's the point? What's the takeaway of the story? And are you giving it in little snippets that people can remember and want to repeat? Yeah, amen. It's like, what's the story, but what's the point? What's the takeaway? The story is like the entertaining part, but then the point is like the educational part or the inspirational, the part that adds real value to our life. And, you know, we call them pillar points internally, obviously like those catchy phrases. And that kind of points to my third takeaway, which is actually nothing about the technical stuff of what Craig was teaching related to how to tell a great story. It was his kind of catchy pillar point from his wife, your dream is not for sale. And I have heard him tell that story so many times about you know him trying to quit his job to go pursue his dream and his boss offering him more money and him almost taking it. And then his wife saying, your dream is not for sale. And that has stuck with me. That has stuck with me for almost 20 years now from the first time that I heard that. And that is so powerful as a concept that like, you know, if you have a dream and there's something that you're dreaming about, like you literally want and 
it is placed on your heart that this is the thing that you're supposed to pursue, don't let anything distract you from it. Don't let anything pull you off of it. Don't let anything convince you that you're not worthy of it or that you can't have it. And certainly don't go chasing money as a way of avoiding chasing the thing you know that you're called to. And even though you know that wasn't a technique that he was there to teach, you know, he's teaching us the secrets of storytelling, to hear that story just recounted over and over is just such a powerful reminder for me in my own life to just go, yeah, your dream is there for a reason. Your dream is there because you're supposed to pursue it. You're supposed to move in that direction. There's other people that you inspire by doing it. There's other people that you help by chasing after it. Just don't allow yourself to get sidetracked with other stuff. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, I'll wrap this up. My third one um, and my final one. And I, again, this wasn't necessarily new, but it was a great reminder for every single person who is listening to this podcast is that it is not about selling a product. It's about selling results. And the best way you can do that is in storytelling. And it's like, if all you do is talk about your product, it's like people get burned out. It's like, you can only talk about it so much, but it's like, what are the results that you will achieve or experience because of your product or your service. And he gives, you know, he gives that great story about when he was buying his first car several decades ago and the first dealership he went to, they talked all about the car, right? Here are the features of the car. Here's the gas mileage. Here's the rates, da, 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 da. Second place he went, he said, why are you buying a new car? And he said, oh, you're going to look good in this car. (laughs) Just think about all the ladies you're going to get in this car. But it was the results, but it was also the story. It's like when you tell a story, you're able to put yourself in the character seat and experience it. Like when you talk about, oh, in this car, you're going to look so good. I just want you to imagine, like for me, it's like how clean and organized a new car would be with your two toddlers. And if you, oh, if you had that captain seat, you wouldn't have to climb over the seat to get in the back. Or you're going to have this extra space. Like you can tell I'm a mom of two small kids right now, because that's what appeals to me. It's like, But if you put me as the character in the seat of the car, it's like, Oh yeah, I want that. I want clean carpets again. Yeah, I want seeds where my kids' little legs can't kick the back of them. Now, how do you get me that versus just telling me about just safety features and just the components of a carpet? It's like, how do you use a story to put your audience as the character in the seat to help them actually experience what your product or service is without making it all about just the facts and features and components of what you do, but it's what is it going to give them in peace or happiness or in my case, organization, right? So it's like, what are those things and how do you use stories to help sell results? Because at the end of the day, people aren't buying your product. They're buying what your product or service is going to do for them. So good. So good. And just storytelling, I think it's easy to underestimate the power of stories because they're so simple. It's easy to forget the fundamental parts of that should be in a story because you just overlook them. And certainly just easy to forget to use stories in your selling, your writing, your emails, obviously your presentation. So listen to this episode, go back if you didn't and listen to the episode with Craig Valentine. It is fantastic. He is a gifted speaker and also extremely gifted at teaching the art of story, which will help you and make a difference as does every guest. At least that is our hope every week here on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. That's all for this one. Come back soon. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. 
That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 